Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to ditch the diets and become the strongest version of yourself through proper nutrition, mindset, and movement. Every single Sunday, we will be bringing you a new episode by one of us coaches that will empower you to unapologetically show up for yourself. We are here to give you the fitness and mindset hacks to bring out the strongest and most confident version of you. Hello guys, this is Coach M. I hope you guys are having an amazing day whenever and wherever you are listening to this podcast. Today I have something on my heart that I was talking about on my story the other day. I am just having these reflections back of when I used to struggle with not seeing progress and all I remember doing is just like hoping and wishing that my body would change and I thought that I was doing everything right. I thought that, you know, you know, I was tracking macros, I was drinking my water, I was moving my body, I was working out five times a, five times a week, I was lifting weights, I was focusing on all the wrong things, but no matter what, I had hit a hard plateau. And no, I did not absolutely hate my body and no, I was not like talking super negatively to myself, but in, re- in all perspective, guys, like I was just really, really struggling because I just saw myself like as a failure because I couldn't push past this part of my journey. I couldn't push past this plateau. I just could not get myself to where I wanted to be. So I had then reached out to my first coach ever and we started working together and she had me tracking macros, which I had been doing before, but holy cow, was I way, way off on my nutrition. I beforehand, I was like calculating macronutrients on my own before I had any experience at all, had no idea what I was doing. And oh my gosh, did I hurt myself more than help myself. And I'm here today to kind of just go over some of the major things that I see on honestly a daily basis when I talk to women about their health and wellness journey and why they're not seeing progress and what is typically holding them back. It is Okay, first off, I want to give you guys hope and I want to to understand that not all hope is lost and your body is capable of pushing past this plateau or pushing past this state that it is currently in right now. I know a lot of times like we just focus on where we want to be that we typically forget to focus on the actual journey and to enjoy that journey, which that journey, the more that you enjoy the process of it, guys, and the more that you empower that, the more that you take it and learn from it, the faster that you will get to your results and the faster that you will learn and understand and feel better with yourself. But I'm here to tell you that it takes weeks to see progress after adjustments in your journey. Even in the beginning of your journey, it is going to take weeks okay guys sometimes it may take months depending on the trauma that your body has been through and where your body is currently at right now um so please just understand that but i am here to help and guide you in the best way that i can through this podcast and you guys know if you need anything at all or if you want more insight you are more than welcome to message me on instagram or um yeah if you have my number 
you can text me as well, but I'm going to help you with figuring out the pieces of the puzzle that are missing. I want to start with the very first one that I typically see a lot. Okay, this is a lot. This is when somebody has signed up with me and they're ready to start their journey. And I'm like, okay, let's fill out your questionnaire because your questionnaire is going to give me all this biofeedback that I need to know that's going to help me best to program you and to understand what your daily life and lifestyle is like right now. Um, so this is my first thing is like, we have gotten to where, and I'm sure you guys have heard me rant about this before, especially if you follow me on Instagram, but we've gotten like from the furthest way of our natural state, we are pinned down to a desk and we think that we are, that's, that's our purpose. It's like we sit at this desk and we stare at the screen and we just work and work and work and we never get up and we never move our body. And don't get me wrong, guys. Yes, I work for myself. Yes, I work from home, but there are days when I am like dedicated to programming or training or doing marketing like on my computer. So I could sit there for eight hours straight and do that, right? But it is having the self-respect to getting up and moving your body. I do not care if you go to the gym. If you go to the gym, that is literally 30 minutes or one hour of just movement out of the 24-hour day. You need to move your body more than that, even if you're going to the gym, guys. Depending on your lifestyle and depending on what type of job you have, I would suggest anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes more, even if you go to the gym. We should be moving our body. Um, walking is a great way to do that. So getting up from the desk, if you're at a desk every hour or so, if you're able to, and just getting up and walking around. If you have five minutes, five minutes, guys, get up and walk around every hour because our attention span is only around 50 minutes. Let that soak in. Our attention span is only around 50 minutes. That means every 50 minutes, our mind starts to wander and we have no idea that it's even happening. And we have pulled forth focus. We are losing that focus, right? So get up and move your body, whether it's walking around and talking to people, taking a break and going outside and just, or stretching at your desk. You can even just stretch, just move your body. But this is a great time to talk about tracking steps. This is a great, great way to get familiar with how much you're actually moving depending on your daily lifestyle, right? So I have my clients like start tracking their steps and is tracking steps forever? Absolutely not. Tracking steps is a tool, a temporary tool that you can use that will help you understand how much movement you need in a day. Because right now you could be sitting at your desk all day and maybe going on like a 20 minute walk and saying, yeah, I moved a lot today. When in reality, you were not moving a lot that day <laughs> at all. Okay. So we've got to, we've got to start prioritizing our overall movement. And a great way to do that is by tracking the steps, right? So you can, I tell people that, you know, right around eight to 10 K is where you want to get at. But if you're right around two, three K right now, I'm not going to set that expectation so high for you to be like, okay, 10 take 10k steps every single day you're not used to that and you're not in that routine yet so I would say just slowly slowly increase until you get around 10k remember that's just 
the goal, but that will definitely help for you to be like, dang, I now I noticed like my digestion was off. I wasn't holding attention to what I was working on. My energy was super low and now it's not. I'm not as hungry. I'm not snacking anymore. I'm not as stressed. I see so much. I have such more clear mind. Like guys, move your body. This is a huge one. Um, but yeah, so definitely moving your body is one of the biggest ones. Um, and then the second one I want to talk about guys is water. (laughs) This is a big one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Everyone should be drinking around a hundred ounces of water. Okay. But I encourage depending on your activity level and how much you exercise and you know what your lifestyle looks like. 128 to 160, but majority of people tend to go for a full gallon. Now, why is that? If you are drinking that amount of water, you are hydrating every organ in your body. You're going to be having more mental clarity, more energy, less muscle cramps, less aches. Your muscles are going to be providing for you. Your digestion is going to be a hell of a lot better. So water, water, it's going to help you so much, but our body also holds on to a lot of water for not drinking enough. So say, for example, you came to me and told me, you know, I've been at this plateau and I cannot break my plateau and I see how much water you're drinking and you're drinking like 40 ounces of water. I'm going to be like, all right, let's bump it up to 60, maybe the next week, 70 and then 80 and then 90. But hey, guys, let me tell you what I've seen women lose six pounds in water weight in one week. I am not even kidding you because they were so dehydrated. Water is so important for our bodies, but point being like water will definitely help you with your progress and you will feel just so much better and you'll have less hunger cravings as well and less less sugar cravings also i highly suggest maybe like having a glass of water by your bedside table so when you wake up in the morning you're just turning around and you're drinking that glass of water giving your body exactly what it needs in the morning it's like giving your body a nice shower okay so that's a really really good one and i also challenge people to drink two glasses or bottles of water before you drink anything else before you drink your coffee or whatever it is that you're drinking right in the morning most people like coffee or tea um so i challenge people to drink water before if you are doing this and you're providing your body with water first you are actually going to notice that you are um getting like thirsty cues i guess like your body is going to be letting you know that it's thirsty throughout the day whether your hands are swelling whether your mouth is dry and you have cotton mouth you're going to notice that you're like, damn, I really need some water right now because you've given your body what it needs. What you give your body more of is what it craves. So start your day with water. I'm going to give you a link in the show notes to a hydro jug. Um, hydro jugs are awesome. They hold about 73 ounces of water and you can take it with you everywhere. I take mine to the gym, on the plane, in the car. You will always have those 73 ounces such a great water bottle. All of my clients are obsessed with hydro jugs. They have cute sleeves and so many different color of water bottles. The next thing I want to talk about is sleep. Okay, here goes another one, especially for us go, go, go getters, right? Our, my grinding girls, I totally get it. Trust me. I was in grad school. I worked six days a week. I was working with my coach. There were nights where I would pull all-nighters just to get my shit done. Just get my shit done. I, yes, I did that. And then I started to realize how important sleep was. 
And I started prioritizing seven and a half hours of sleep every single night. When I started prioritizing my nutrition, my exercise, my water, and my I fueled my body correctly, I slowly started to get on a really good sleep schedule and I sleep like a absolute baby now. Started to realize how important sleep was. Even in grad school, I did that. So I was like, you know what? No matter how much work I do, my health, my brain, my body is more important than any piece of paper, than than any degree, than anything. And I started getting seven and a half hours of sleep every single night. I graduated with almost a 4.0 and straight A's. I did not realize how much I had needed sleep. So I can tell you right now, you get more sleep, you're going to be more productive. You're also going to notice that your progress has suddenly increased, guys. You are going to be like on the fast lane to reaching your progress. If you prioritize your sleep, you're going to be pushing past every single person that is doing everything right, like actually doing everything right, but they're not getting their sleep. Did you know that they did a study group? They had a research done. People were eating the same amount of foods for their body, their correct amounts for their body and their goals. They had the same workout regimen, but their workout regimen was a little bit tailored for them. The only thing different in their lifestyle was their sleep. One group was getting five. The other group was getting around seven to eight hours every single night. And guess who lost? They may have lost the same amount of weight, but the group that was getting about five hours of sleep actually lost a certain percentage of muscle mass. They had lost muscle mass and fat. The other group that was getting around seven to eight hours lost a significant amount of fat mass versus overall weight, which is your muscle and your fat. So let that soak in. I'm telling you right now that sleep is just so important, guys. And you will be overcoming a lot of that. You are going to be more clear-minded. You are going to be less prone to diseases and cancers and heart attacks and strokes and low libido and high blood pressure. You are going to have such an amazing journey if you prioritize that sleep and it's going to help you so 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 much um for my moms and my nurses my night shift workers and and all the things take naps or meditate when possible if you meditate for 10 minutes and you hit that brainwave of of just subtle you are going it's like taking a 60 minute nap it's crazy um so please just make sure you're at least resting when you lose sleep when you're lacking that sleep you're going to have increase of appetite you're going to have fat gain um, because your your body is going to be storing more fat your metabolism is not going to be functioning properly your hunger hormones ghrelin is going to increase and leptin is going to decrease which tells you that you're full leptin tells you you're full ghrelin tells you you're hungry that ghrelin is going to be increasing leptin is going to decrease if you're not getting that sleep. So please, the last thing I want to talk about is stress. It puts a hurt in on your body. I am not kidding. It really, really does. And this could be environmental stress. This could be stress from food. So if you're not fueling your body properly, this could be um, stress from overworking. This could be stress at work. This could be stress in your relationship, stress anywhere. So please hone in on where you're holding stress in your life and somehow release that stress. Ask yourself like, okay, how can I release some of the stress today out of my life? And do that. Do what it takes to decrease that stress. 
It will slow down your progress tremendously. It harms your hormones, damages your metabolism, and harms your digestive system as well because it puts you in a fight or flight state. It really does. Um, You're not even going to be digesting your food properly. And as you guys know, gut health is going to be my specialty now. I'm about to be certified. And that is one of the biggest causes of gut disruption is being in a fight or flight state and trying to eat while you're on the go and just having that go, go, go mindset. You don't have time to eat. You don't have to, you don't have time to do anything when you have that mindset and you're pushing your body and you're pushing your mind, you're gonna be pushing it a little bit too far. Your levels of stress, um, of hormone and your cortisol is gonna rise. I mean, um, it's gonna be it's just going to have a hurt on your body. We could go so much into this. Stress is a whole nother podcast, y'all. Um, but it can really turn into like overeating, it can turn into stress eating, emotional eating. And all of those different things. Um, So a few things that you could be overlooking as well is just not being consistent with your nutrition. These are the things you really want to ask yourself. Like, am I really being consistent with my nutrition? Am I really being consistent with my workout regimen? And am I switching up my split for me? Am I working out for me? Or am I doing random workouts that I see on Instagram or YouTube or whatever it is? Um... So you want to first ask yourself those questions and then you want to go into, you know, like macronutrients, a great way to reach your goals faster, hit a body recomp and understand and learn more about food is by tracking your macros. Okay. Tracking your macros is once again, just kind of like the substance. It's not forever, but it is a temporary tool that is going to get you in that fast lane, right? It's going to help you develop a better relationship with food. It's going to help you understand what types of food hold which nutrients and what your overall plate and how much food you should be consuming each day for your body and your goals. You also want to keep your micros up. So eating in volume, eating a pretty decent amount of fiber and eating for purpose, okay? Eating for purpose. 80-20 or 90-10 is the lifestyle. 80-20 is around three to four meals or drinks per week that you are just having. You're not tracking them. You're enjoying yourself. And then 90-10 would be a lifestyle where one or two meals or drinks Typically, if you are trying to figure your body out best and you're really, really trying to understand how your body operates and repair that metabolism and get your body where you want it to be, I suggest 90-10 for at least three to, to four months or so. But you can also let the weeks vary, right? So if you've got a really social social life one week and you've got so many plans and events made and you want to have dinner with these people and then you want to have a drink at your work event or whatever, and then you maybe you're doing Taco Tuesday night and a glass of wine with your girls on Tuesday, you know, whatever it is, do your thing, but do it with balance. The next thing I want to talk about is maneuvering your nutrition. So as you go out throughout the process with tracking macronutrients or just going throughout your health and wellness journey, you do want to alter your nutrition depending on how your body responds, but keeping the protein the same, maneuvering your carb and fat depending on how your body responds. So um, for example, if I have someone working with me and we are starting to see progress and then all of a sudden she's plateaued, her energy super low, maybe she's getting really hungry, um, and we've picked up activity a little bit, then maybe she needs some more food. 
So I'm going to go in and I'm going to adjust her carb or fat intake depending on her body and how it responds best. It's really understanding if your body responds best on high carb, lower fat or high fat, lower carb, um, but also understanding more what foods do best for your body. So tracking will also tell you that as well. So you'll start to notice that some foods just don't make you feel that well and some foods make you feel super energetic and great and clear minded. Do not restrict your carbs or your fat. You will feel low energy, you will result to binging, you will slow down your metabolism, and you will slow down your recovery, and you will have less muscle mass if you are restricting these things, okay? Fats are essential, carbs are essential. Once again, that's a whole different podcast. Um, But please, whatever you guys do, don't restrict food groups or carbs or fats. There's no need for that unless you have a food allergy or you are having some gut issues, then that would need to be done. As far as training, you really, really want to push during your training. No just going through the motions. I personally have my clients send me form videos so I can see that they're really optimizing their exercises. They're doing the correct form. They're breathing properly and it's time under tension. You really, really want to focus on slowing down and really honing in on muscle mind connection. I also suggest for you to increase weight every week or so. Even just two pounds can make a difference. Or you can increase your reps or your sets or start using resistance bands when you can. And remember that a good workout is not about how many calories you burn on your Apple Watch, how much sweat you produced (laughs) or sweat out, and how much you moved. Okay, good workout is determined if you challenge your body or not that day. So take your proper rest time. Stop jumping up and down and around and doing jumping jacks and and all these different things in between your rest periods. You want to let your body rest and show up during your workouts. You want to make sure that you're also having a proper combination of weight training and cardio. If you are overdoing it in one area, you're going to be once again harming yourself more than helping yourself. And when we say that like cardio is not the way, um, I know a lot of people, you know, hate on cardio. It's not that cardio should be hated when I personally do cardio now right now, because that's just aligned with my goals. But the thing is, is that you shouldn't be doing excessive cardio. Okay. That's when we start burning muscle. That's when our recovery is not happening and we aren't seeing that progress. Right. And we're kind of just overdoing it. I personally don't have girls that do anywhere um, more than 30 to 60 minutes of cardio each week. Um, 60 is the max and I rarely ever do that. Cardio is not absolutely needed um, for you to um, maintain muscle mass, build muscle mass and drop fat. Um, Yeah, I hope this helps you guys. Remember, do not get frustrated. It's totally okay to ask for help if you are lost, if you're confused, if you're irritated. Please reach out to someone. Learn more about your body. Take that responsibility. Learn more about nutrition and exercise for you. Stop eating 1,100 calories a day and working out seven days a week and waiting for something to happen, okay? We are right here to help you when you're ready or if you're ready to be helped, um, please reach out to me or the Positively Fit IG. I will put the um, Instagram handles in the show notes. Reach out if you need anything, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and talk to you next time.